Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. I'm Hadas Kuznets at the Free Library of Philadelphia's Culinary Literacy Center with Susanna Ermanska. She is coordinator of the Culinary Literacy Center. We're talking about this Saturday's event called Family Holiday Baking. So why don't you give us an overview of what the Culinary Literacy Center is? Because I don't think a lot of people know that the Free Library of Philadelphia has a giant kitchen in it. Yes, we've had a kitchen here on the fourth floor of Parkway Central Library for about three and a half years now. And in this space, we bring Philadelphians together to advance literacy through food and cooking around a communal table. And you have a lot of great free programs. Oh, thank you. Yeah, we are really excited to share this space with so many talented folks and bring home cooks into the space to learn more about what they can do in their own kitchens. So one of the programs you're doing is Family Holiday Baking. Uh, I understand you coordinated this program. How did you come up with it and what is it? So we have the pleasure of working with two home cooks who turn their passion for food into careers. We have Kia, who's a pastry chef with her own business, and Shayla, who started a catering company after working for years in early childhood education. And they're bringing their talents together after meeting at a community food educator training that we held this past April. And they are collaborating this Saturday to offer three recipes that families can recreate at home. Now, did you come up with the idea or did they come up with it and come to you? Do you recruit for ideas or how does it work? So with this training, I've been able to work with everyone from the cohort to help them develop their own ideas that they'd like to offer in their communities. And this class in particular is also highlighting our Good Food for All initiative, which serves people who are facing and fighting food insecurity here in Philadelphia. And what does that mean? How, how does it help them? So we really want to work with folks to um, build skills, strategies, and community through hands-on workshops, our annual conference, as well as programming throughout the neighborhood libraries. So how does this family holiday baking event help that? So we find that all families love to celebrate holidays and in the wintertime, it's a real special treat to kind of bring everybody together and be able to do what you can at home to really celebrate. So we find this program to really be an opportunity to bring people together and build on their strengths and find recipes that work for them. So does it cost or is it free? So it's a price range. We have free tickets for folks. And then we also offer a smaller ticket price of $10 per person for folks that can't afford that. And then that goes back into your programming. Exactly. Yes, we have daytime programs that Liz is going to tell you more about that serve children. 
Okay, so tell me, let's get right into the good stuff. What people want to know is you've got three recipes for family holiday baking. There's probably going to be a lot of baking over the weekend. Spill the secrets. What are the recipes? Oh, yes. So we have a beautiful sugar cookie recipe. We'll be having children play around with cupcake decoration to create their own winter designs. And then my personal favorite is an edible cookie dough recipe that is actually high in protein and fiber and is gluten-free. So I understand you have some recipes. Yes, we have a beautiful sugar cookie recipe that uh, uses six cups of flour, two tablespoons of vanilla, three teaspoons of baking powder, one teaspoon of salt, two cups of sugar, two cups of butter, which is four sticks, two eggs. And when you combine all of these, you get eight dozen sugar cookies. Mm -hmm. So plenty of cookies to share with teachers, neighbors, and other community members. So you just mix everything together. Right. You cream the butter and sugar until fluffy, and then you add the eggs and your vanilla. And then in a separate bowl, you mix your dry ingredients and add to the butter mixture a little at a time. You mix until the flour is completely incorporated and the dough really comes together. And then you refrigerate the dough for 30 minutes, roll out the dough to the desired thickness, and then cut into various fun shapes. Place on a baking sheet. Once you've frozen that sheet in the freezer for about 10 minutes. You can put it in a preheated oven, 350 degrees for 8 to 10 minutes, and it should come out just the way that you like it. That sounds pretty simple, actually. Yeah, yeah. And, you know, what I've found at home is the kids get really excited about finding just the perfect way to use all of the dough and then re-roll it. And so it becomes this really tactile activity as well. Especially for kids that love Play-Doh, it's very similar using shapes, rolling them up. Exactly. And so we also have this edible cookie dough recipe, which takes a similar tactile approach. Now, it's edible because you were saying it doesn't have eggs, which means it's safe to eat in the cookie dough form. Right. It's safe to eat. And actually, um, one of the ingredients that we're using to really give it the sort of chocolate chip cookie dough experience is we're we're going for some allergen-free mini chocolate chips. And then we're adding in some agave nectar for sweetness, vanilla extract to really boost up the flavor, and then some sort of nut butter. So if you have a peanut allergy, you might shy away from that and choose a sunflower butter instead. And then our main ingredient, surprise, surprise, is uh, chickpeas or garbanzo beans, which once you have all of those flavors in there with the chocolate chips and the vanilla and the sweetness of the agave, it actually no longer tastes like a savory dish, but the sweetness really comes out and the color is exactly what you might find in a chocolate chip cookie dough. You say garbanzo beans, I'm thinking you're making falafel cookies or something. Exactly. So I must it doesn't admit, come out when our instructor, Shayla, showed me this recipe, I said, how is this really going to work? But then we tried it out. We had a little test run and it's a pretty beautiful recipe. I encourage people to try it. It doesn't taste like falafel at all? No, no. It's very sweet and I think it's going to be a real hit on Saturday. So it tastes like chocolate chip cookies. Exactly. Is it different than chocolate chip cookies? No, what I found is the texture is really similar also. So I think there's a couple of different ways that you can do it, but we found that the chocolate chips is really the the best win so far. 
Awesome. And do you have a third recipe? Yes. So in addition to our cookies and our edible cookie dough, we're also experimenting with some cupcake decoration. So it's a pretty straightforward cupcake recipe. You could even get cupcakes um, at the store pre-made. But then the real creativity comes in with the frosting. So we have a simple buttercream frosting, which brings together vegetable shortening like Crisco, about a half cup, another half cup of softened butter, one teaspoon vanilla, four cups confectioner sugar. So this is a sweet recipe. Three quarters cup cocoa powder for a chocolate buttercream frosting, and then three to four tablespoons of milk. And then with an electric mixer, you bring that all together. You add in the vanilla, the cocoa powder after you have the creamed butter and shortening. And then you're able to kind of put that into a piping bag, which is really easy to get here in Philadelphia. There's a lot of craft stores and culinary stores that carry that. And then we're going to hand those right over to the kids and they're going to follow along with our expert pastry chef and create their own winter inspired designs. Oh, so she's really doing the buttercream frosting for the to teach them how to decorate. Yes, yes. So Kia has her own baking business, which as you can imagine, cupcakes are a big highlight of that business. And so she's really bringing those skills to us and allowing everyone to try their hand at it. I'm sure all the kids are going to be like frosting on cookies, cakes, cupcakes, everything. Yeah, we don't mind getting messy. I think that's part of the fun. You can also make your own piping bag, right? Just cut a little hole in a ziplock. Absolutely. And then you can get tips to create different kinds of lines. And then we also have Liz Fitzgerald, who's with us. She's director of the Culinary Literacy Center. Liz, I understand there are some other programs that you want to tell us about because this this is just a one-time thing. It is a one-time thing, but we have a number of other programs that are geared towards children. And actually, uh, you know, they are, we're inviting classes to come into the Culinary Literacy Center. We have our program called Library Cooks and Picture Books, which we are presenting in partnership with the Philadelphia Museum of Art. And we are bringing preschool groups here into the Culinary Literacy Center on Tuesdays and Thursdays in December and January. And we are going to be discovering how food and cooking are art. And it's great. It's it's really fun to have the little guys in here. They're exploring color and food. And we'll read a book with the children's department, and then they get to get hands-on. And um, what they're doing is they are turning popcorn into a rainbow of different colors by adding different food in. Oh, that's interesting. So they're, they're, what do you want the kids to learn when they come to the Culinary Literacy Center? I want the kids to learn that they can cook, that they are cooks. And I want them to learn that cooking is fun and it's something that's easily accessible. And I want them to learn uh, not to be afraid to try new things. And how young are you? You're going pretty young with this, right? Oh, yeah. We are having children as young as three come in for this program. And they're able to cook. They're able to do their own thing. Yes. So what they do with the program Exploring Color and Food, we have the popcorn, which is just a a blank canvas for different colors. And so we have the children cut up cilantro with scissors. We have them use lettuce knives to chop up uh, cheese to put on top. And we have them grate oranges to add zest into it. And then there are different ingredients that they can measure. And we have some really great recipes, like 
like a chocolate orange popcorn. And so they put in some of the orange zest and the cocoa powder and some a little bit of brown sugar. And then they get to shake up the bag. And um, the, the kids have really loved eating the popcorn. And popcorn is a whole grain. It's a really easy way to uh, expose children to, to get them eating whole grains. Any other programs you want to tell us about? Sure. So we don't just have programs for the preschool crowd. We also have class visits through our Nourishing Literacy Program, where we're inviting classes from um, preschool all the way up to eighth grade into the kitchen. And what they're doing here is it's an hour and a half lesson where all of the kids are and students are getting to cook hands-on. And for some of those lessons, we are turning the kitchen into a fast, casual uh, restaurant. So they're making plant part burritos. With another of the lessons, they're, uh, the students are discovering how they can cook with all different parts of the plants. Um, and then with the third lesson, they're uh, learning about how science uh, changes matter, and the matter that they're changing is food. And so we're doing some quick pickling and fermenting. And um, so we're, we're really connecting what we're doing here in the Culinary Literacy Center to what they're doing and learning in their classrooms. So going into 2018, how can students get involved or teachers or parents? So you can check our website out for all of these opportunities. It's freelibrary.org slash cook. And you can also email us at kitchen at freelibrary.org to learn more about how teachers can bring their classes in. So if you're a teacher, you want to teach them about anything having to do with cooking, science in the kitchen, getting their hands dirty, home ec in the kitchen, or whatever it is that they want to teach them, they can just give you a call or give you an e- shoot you an email and you'll accommodate them? Well, shoot us an email and then we accommodate the classes through our Nourishing Literacy Program or through Library Cooks and Picture Books. Wow. Yeah. That's pretty exciting. We're at a really interesting point with our program three and a half years in that um, there are still quite a number of people who don't know that we exist, and yet we're selling out our classes that we do offer. So I, and in response to that, what we've been doing is we've been bringing our programming out to neighborhood libraries. So I would encourage people not only to look at our website, but also to see if your neighborhood library is offering culinary literacy programming. And if they're not, ask the librarians, tell them that you want to bring culinary literacy programming to your neighborhood. All right. Once again, the website is freelibrary.org slash cook. Liz Fitzgerald is the director of the Free Library of Philadelphia's Culinary Literacy Center, and Susanna Erminska is coordinator of the Culinary Literacy Center. Thank you both so much. Thank you, Hadass. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. 
Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.